Also, not only Cap, Bethel Duran, Brian Kamenetsky, and you filling in on 710 ESPN until 630 as we head towards Angels and Yankees. Sedano in Miami interviewing Mario Cristobal, the head coach of Miami football. And Cap, he's on the beach somewhere tweeting up a storm. I even tweeted back to him, stay there all week long, please. So we'll take advantage of that. Uh, but right now, it's What You Need to Know with Lindsay. Brought to you by Morango. Morongo Casino Resort and Spa, good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. And what you guys need to know is that the Rolling Loud California has announced its return to the West Coast with dates set for March 3rd through 5th, 2023 in L.A. The hip-hop festival will be held at Hollywood Park and become the first ever event of its kind to be hosted there. Before the excitement lands out here in L.A., Rolling Loud has scheduled festivals closing out the remainder of the season, including... Uh, Rolling Loud Toronto, uh, September 9th through the 11th, with headliners Future, WizKid, and Dave. And after hitting Canada, the festival takes on New York, headlined by Nicki Minaj, ASAP, Rocky, and Future, September 23rd through 25th. So hopefully by the time it comes out here in March, I got some of those cool cool groups out there headlining. Cool. I would myself would like to see Nicki Minaj and probably Future. Um I don't know about you guys, but yeah, sounds that, like a cool so festival. at Hollywood Park, huh? Yeah, we were just there for the the casino, so yep. it'd be interesting to see where they do that. That'd be pretty cool. That's I a good was, lineup. I was impressed that I knew who all three of those people were. Yeah, because you cover the NBA, <laughs> so you've heard them. Yeah, they've probably yeah. been in games. You know, I so, would go to that. Well, really? if you're if you're in, if you're interested in getting tickets, you can register to receive early notice about Rolling Loud California 2023 tickets at rollingloud.com. So there that's what you, you need go. to know. All right, Taylor, hit those horns that the Mets would use for Edwin Diaz. There it is. We've been saying it. We're on watch. We're on Timmy Trumpet watch. You know why? Because right now the Dodgers are up 3-1, so turn those horns off. We're not going to hear them. Dodgers are leading the Mets 3-1. to Of course, the Mets bringing in Timmy Trumpet from the Netherlands, and if Edwin Diaz comes in in a save opportunity, He's going to play the live. actual Timmy trumpet. The actual trumpet is going to be there, but right now the Dodgers said, no, 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 no. Keep that trumpet there. 3-1. Now, there's a, a GIF, or a Jiffy, as some of the kids would say. and They're GIFs, actually. The the creator of the GIF said, um, man, I'm just telling you. Just he, let me play with the Jiffy. Well, I just, just wanted well to say Jiffy. Beto there. I'm just telling you. I've, I get corrected on it all the time, or I've been corrected on well, it. Well, actually, Beto. Linz, I just... I just said Jiffy. Come on. That's what you should be making fun of. That I said Jiffy. Okay. It's pronounced <laughs> Gaif. <laughs> there okay. You go. Well, that little picture thing where the like the guys are moving around. Uh I want you to do this, Kamenetsky, bro. All right. On your phone, mm-hmm. where the GIFs or GIFs. What is it, Lindsay? Correct me, please. It's a GIF. The GIF. I want you to, where's your phone? Where is my phone? Oh, Jesus. Did I leave in the car? No, I think you left it in my office. Did I leave in your office? I'll get it for you. How do you not have a phone with you? I just I put it down. Like I'm sorry I blew up your bit. No, no, that's cool. But let me let me go. So I'm gonna type in on the GIF uh-huh. fuera, and I'm pretty sure you've seen it from Sabado Gigante. There's a trumpet, el chacal, giant Saturday. <laughs> that guy right there. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's what you got out of that. That's what it is. Sabado Gigante is giant Saturday. It was okay. a late okay, night, the that. variety show on Saturdays. But they, if if there was ever a performer. That was going on, and they didn't like him. The chacal would come out, and he had the trumpet, and he would just blow the trumpet and get you, boo you off the stage, essentially, like like they would do at a Showtime Hall. Here, yes, we do. <laughs> so the chacal would come in. So putting fuera, f u e r a, in the gif part of your tweet, and you'll see that. So that's what we're gonna do, because Timmy Trumpet. That fuera. is also what you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Gavin Lux, two-run single after Joey Gallo got an RBI by yeah. getting hit by a pitch. Me Taking one for the team. Joey Gallo going back to New York. Now, you are the host of which podcast? Locked on Lakers. Locked Five on Lakers. Five days a week, wherever you get your podcast. Five days a week. Five days a week. And you guys have how many posts today? Uh, how many what? You were telling me in the break you guys have a couple posts. No, we just have one podcast. Okay, one podcast, one podcast today. today. And doing traction because... Story in The Athletic today, Jeannie busted an interview with Sam Amick, fantastic NBA mm-hmm. scribe, uh, does great work with him. He has a good relationship with Jeannie, and they were talking about this. And I, I urge you to go read it and form your own opinion about this. But this is the one that stuck out to me. It was about the power structure of how the Lakers work. Mm. And this is the quote, and thank you, Lindsay, for printing this out for me, uh, from Jeannie Buss. Quote, all I can say is that from my point of view, Russell Westbrook was our best player last year. He played pretty much every single game, showed up, worked hard. You know, I would have loved to have seen what this team would have looked like if they stayed healthy. It's really tough to win when Anthony Davis isn't on the court. LeBron was hurt a lot of the season. But Russ showed up every game and played hard every night. And, you know, I just really appreciate him for who he is and what he brings to the team. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, Sam followed up with it and said, Hey, Jeannie, I'm transcribing. Did you really call him your, you know, Best player? She's like, no, our most consistent player because he was there for every game. So she she backtracked a little bit and corrected herself. Trying to defend Russ, yeah. trying to be like, yeah. hey, you know, I know, folks, it didn't go well, but yeah. he was out there every night. He was trying his best. And then continuing, I'm reading this morning, and there's also a video component that you can see it because she was on promoting uh, the show Hulu, on Hulu Legacy, which for, I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard it's starting I'm to pick two up. two episodes in. I like the first two. Um, I know they were. I, I liked the first two, and I know a lot of people didn't. So yeah. I, I think it's well done. Yeah, I heard it starting to pick she's up. She's the executive now. producer. It's worth yeah, knowing. she is, and they cooperated because she says she mm-hmm. wants to tell her side of the story, her family side of the story. And then it led to later on reading something that Mark Stein had, another awesome uh, scribe, Cal State Fullerton's own El Toro High. He has his own uh, Substack, Stein on the Line, and Mark Stein writes about how Russell Westbrook. And Patrick Beverly are in talks now that they're going to work together. Right. They're going to be together. And how Darvin Ham's going to have plans for them to get together. And not because I'm being that guy, but as Cap would say, you're being that guy. But my goodness, why is everybody trying to be kumbaya right now? I get it. I get it. But does anybody really think this is going to work? Here's... No. (laughs) Okay. No. Exactly. But. That's perfect. But that's perfect. This is why I wanted to work with you. And we're only going to talk about it for one segment, because I'm moving on. But that's fine. (laughs) But you have to try. You have to try, because it's not, do I think it's going to work? No. Do I think Russ is going to be here all year long? Not if they can avoid it. They're not. That's not how they want it to be. Do I think Pat Bev and Russ are going to bury the hatchet and suddenly become really... Only if the team just is just kicking so much butt that that just there's no other way to do it. Uh-huh. But I don't see that happening. The minute there's there's any kind of Russ, you got to sit. Russ, you're in the, you know you're not playing whatever it is. It's not going to go well. But the chances that it might aren't zero. And the only chance that the Lakers have, as they're currently put together, to get anywhere near where anybody would want them to go, is if. It works between Westbrook and Beverly, you know, and Beverly. Westbrook plays ball and you know changes his role and and does all the stuff. Anthony Davis stays on the floor. LeBron stays on the floor. Kendrick Nunn kind of leaps up and does stuff that you know maybe you know takes a little bit of a yeah. leap in his third you know 
full years player, you know, and all that. This is why like, there's a lot of ifs, but it's it, it's the only path to actually having some kind of success that they're now, looking for. Normally, I stay away from Laker talk in August because it's like, hey, let's get to right. training camp and then figure it out, right? It's a lot of hearsay. It's a lot of innuendo. It's a lot of agents talking. It's a lot of this, a lot mm-hmm. of that because also when you hear words that, hey, Russell Westbrook and he talked, we know Russ. The odds of Russell talking to any member of the media and telling us what's going on are zero. So somebody in their circles are saying, and then it might be a game of telephone. By the time it gets to somebody, it's, it's And it's like changed. reading, it's like, you know, Pat Bev gives a thumbs up to something that it's nice about I, Russ. I, LeBron I, tweets. And it's, I always it's love all the- all kinds of just reading stuff. Well, like stuff. right now, the Donovan Mitchell has taken everything jazz related off of his social media right. pages. It's like, oh Passive my. aggressive social media all, all that stuff. And then the, the tweet from our good friend Golden Knight. Mm-hmm. GFX, Lakers Twitter civil war on a Tuesday. I'm like, well, now what you do? He's like, well, Jeannie and the interview. Pat and Russ hashed it out. There's just so much drama around this team. Is there ever going to be a chance where it's just like, hey. No. Okay, good. I only need to finish that sentence. No. And, and this is why you have a podcast every single day. Right. When you're good. Right, exactly. When you're good and you're the Lakers, there's still drama. Of when course. you're bad, there's drama. When you're kind of like, and I mean, that's just the nature of it. And, you know, they're going to be tied to every trade, tied to I, – I, we had actually had one guy. It's like, okay, the Kyrie thing. It's not going to happen. Let's turn our attention to Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> I Like, on what planet do the Lakers have anything even kind of close to what you can get for Donovan Mitchell? But that's how Lakers fans think. Some. No, they not do. All. Not it's all. fine. That's good. I just wanted to let you yes. get that off your chest there right is, now. There is, Are you Okay. I'm fine. Are you, you okay? Know, I want to be. Hey, look, man. Like it's better for everybody when they're good. But like you know, sun's gonna come up. <laughs> but there was something that I read the day that was actually not getting my blood boiling. Mm. LeBron on the cover of Sports Illustrated with his two kids. We'll talk about that coming up. Yeah, that was really cool. Really cool to see. Talk about that. And also, I've messed up in the community. I've insulted people, and they're coming after me. More of that. Sedano and Cap on Seven Ten ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Do you have to have a card for the wax <laughs> thing? It's like you have the card for the vax thing. Hey, man, you stepping on boys to men right now? Does, does this Kaplan, is a jam. Does Kaplan carry a waxed thing in his Oh, he has to, because if iPhone? not, it's going to be four seasons of loneliness for Cap. Oh, oh that back. was a good joke there. By the hey, way. hey, hey, this is my dad jokes right here. And this is why I got to offer an apology to all the dads out there. All the washed up dads, by the way. So And the Travis Matthew Corporation. <laughs> whatever. I got my I got them on. I wear them five days a week. I'm ready. You got to know what you are. 
This is once you no, turn forty, you just got to realize you're done. Like it's, <laughs> you, you really do. And I'm a guy that I mean, sure you might live for another forty five years, look, but you're done. Look, I work it's out. Over. I'm in shape. I know what's up. Kind you of look good. Uh, and I'm out. I'm overweight, but I'm gonna run that half marathon in a couple weeks or in a month. Which half? Uh, the Long Beach half. Myself and uh, Cap are supposed to be training. I mean, which for half it. of the marathon? Uh, the good half. The, the half First gets, part of the second part. The half that gets me to the champagne <laughs> afterwards. There you go. Thank All you. the dad jokes are coming out strong. So, in the last segment, to, you never want to have to explain that one. Like if it doesn't land the first time, <laughs> they have to go back in and be like, "No, no, no, that's not what I meant when I told my joke." <laughs> no, no, okay. You got what, two kids, three. Three. How many got now? Three? three? All right. So I met you when that you had. I know of. I met you when you had zero. Oh, no, it's three. <laughs> <laughs> now I know of all of them. Before you had kids, would you buy shoes? Like often, I mean, yeah. I, 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 now yeah. you now you buy them what once a year? No, actually, I yes, but that's mostly because I I've always wanted to buy more shoes than yep. I could because shoes cost money. Exactly, like good shoes, and I like good shoes. And now you buy comfortable shoes, right? Good comfortable yeah. shoes. All right, what about sneakers? Same thing. So you know the old man washed up sneakers, right? Yeah, the Air Monarchs, the Nikes, mm-hmm. those white ones that every uncle that's washed up telling you the jokes like i just made all the dad jokes mate so that's when you when you buy a pair you of those see, like walking the track yes like but also like the fully black ones with also with black socks yes with black mm-hmm. socks with the white ones they're white and blue right the, the monarchs so i made the joke that, hey that's when you're washed up our good friend matthew pelosi the mailman who's walking around right now he says i take offense to the air monarch these are the goat shoes out there they are they're very comfortable not mm-hmm. every single time because i only shop at the nike outlet I can't afford full price because I got two kids. Uh, they're out there running around, and I got car insurance, that all that I other know stuff. Of. You need Cap's plug. Cap's got a Nike plug. Yeah, the Nike app, and you get some stuff. No, no. First of all, Cap's plug is going to take three weeks to get here, and it's, there's always a by the way. I have a feeling with a Cap when he told Sedano I can get you a TV, but oh, it's going to be fifty percent. There's there's got to be a by the way with the Cap connection, right? Because I'm still waiting for him to hook me up with Callaway Golf. By okay, the way, fair enough. Right. So, anyway, and I can afford the sixty bucks. So, baller, I, baller. So I'll go down the Nike outlet and I look at them, and I, every single time I post a picture, I'll take a picture and I'll post it on Instagram. Am I old enough for these? People are like, yes. They're like, <laughs> or it's either yes, you're washed up, or no, don't do it, don't follow it, don't do it, don't give up. Right. Those are the I've given up shoes. There's there's a, a whiff of that. I mean, you go Google it. Like, yeah, there's. You're you're not cool, definitely not cool. Okay. Do you want a pair of monarchs? Yeah, I do not. How soon before you get a pair? I'm never. I'm not. I I don't like the look of them. You don't like the look. But what if they're so comfortable? I, I th- they're like the so. World, I I, I, I admit I tried them on one time just to see why it everybody's wearing be, them. They're comfortable. They are comfortable. They're it so. used to be like <laughs> cars. Like you could buy a bad car. Like you know, like go buy the bad wrong is it bike. good? No, bad. Like this thing will break. It's a lemon. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, this, yeah. whatever. Cars now. A hoopty. You got to try. If you buy a new car from like, you know, any of the brands that people buy cars from, uh-huh. you got to try to find a car that is le- like legitimately going to be a constant problem, all that stuff. If you're not buying a sports car, you know, whatever, y- you have to work hard to buy it. Shoes are the same way. You can get shoes that aren't those uh-huh. that are still incredibly comfortable. Now, you're. You got it. You know, I agree with you. I'm 46 years old. Washed I don't, up. I, probably. 
I don't want to be wearing, but I don't want to be wearing the shoes where it makes me like I don't want to be Mason trying to walk around like I'm trying to look hey, like cool I'm kids. 26. You know, yeah. Hello, young fellows. Yes. Um, Taylor, do you, know, do you know the shoes we're talking about, Taylor? Because you're a young guy. The Monarchs. Yeah. Yeah. I right. thought the New Balance were the the old you know dad shoes, yeah, but they're coming like, back. But New Balance, but New Balance has changed up their New game. Balance are hip again. I, I wear a New but Balance you still again. Still got the classic ones, they, the lawnmower. But they're yeah, but, <laughs> but, but New Balance has brought them back in a cool looking right. way, like you the retro so. kind. Of, and they're no, 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 they're out there. They're no, they're popular, they're, and they're and they are because they have a whole new line out there. So my point is, you can get, you do not have to settle for old man shoes to get old man comfort. Oh wow! That's pretty deep, right there. Shoes that without totally losing all of your. Dignity. That's why you have a LinkedIn because you know how to write like that. That's Very right. nice. But the old man shoes are the monarchs, right, Taylor? Sure. Right, you see them a lot when you go to their gigs, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. That's, when you see those guys, you're like, yeah, they're not spending anything. <laughs> they're not spending any money, right? They're counting how much money they have in their wallet. Know. The old guys are are tippers usually. Really? Yeah. More Monarchs so young, are more so one of the shoes people. that people were making fun of. When remember when Steph put out his shoes a couple years yeah. ago, and they were talking about like just dad shoes. Yeah, that's one of the shoes they were making fun of. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm gonna go get a pair. Do it. They're like eh. no shame. They're not, I, they're oh, not expensive. Know, I, have, I have no shame. Like I bought the shoes I'm wearing today. They're skater shoes. Like I felt bad. I'm I know like, those are good looking shoes. Yeah, they look good, but they were in the skater brand, right? That's what fun. you got on Vans? Nike, no, 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 Nike, Nike skateboard. Nike. Oh, yeah, they're white be, and blue. I, I, the only reason I wouldn't wear those is because I don't buy white white shoes. Oh, I do. This is a waste of money for me. At no, this point. I do, man. I, I usually wear Vans or Nike. That's all I got. Around. I can't have. White oh no, shoes. no, no, no. See, now that the kids are older, right? Then I can. Wear I white can shoes. start right. being a little bit more fashionable. But when they were younger, no. oh, I had no chance, bro. I, no, I, I'm still buy, not there. Buying black shoes get dirty because you go to the park and you have the swing mm-hmm. set. You have yeah, sand, all that stuff, man. This, it's it's hard being us. It is. It is hard being us, which leads to how hard it is being a dad, right? Are your kids going to be NBA players? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) My my middle one informed me, like, this is a few few months ago. He's like, I think I want to be a professional soccer player. Okay. What do I do first? Play soccer? It's like, how about you work on becoming, like, the best player on your team? No, no. How old is right. he? He's ten. Good. Yeah, no, that's I, good. He I, I can have goals. I didn't discourage him. I'm like, let's get out there and practice. We'll do stuff. Does he play well, soccer I, though? Yeah, well, yeah. No, he plays. Okay, he's yeah, legit. Yeah, I got, like I'm leaving here and picking up the oldest one to take him to soccer practice. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, actually, the six thirty thing came in handy. Okay, so you're telling your kid, hey, you can go play for LAFC. I said sure. Okay, good. When they when they ask me, can I be that when I grow up? I don't care what it is. The answer is always sure. If you now want. in Sports Illustrated today, there was a. Excellent cover story by nice Chris Ballard. There it is. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm learning how to do I see this. Where you're going? Bethel Duran and Brian Kamenetsky, 710 ESPN for Sedano Look what and you Cap. created, Lindsay. Exactly. Now the story goes about how LeBron is raising his two boys and his daughter. It was more uh, the cover is LeBron and his two sons, Bryce and Bronny, uh, which is LeBron James Jr. He's a senior at Sierra Canyon High School, mm-hmm. and a few months ago, LeBron in an interview said how he wanted to play with his son and. In the NBA, and everybody's like, "What are you doing? What are you doing? This is now the blah 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 blah." But it's Bronny this, Bronny that, whatever. And it, the reading the story today, which is one of the rare times, if not the first time, that Bronny has done a sit down interview because they do a good job of shielding him mm-hmm. from interviews. So Sierra Canyon, where he goes to high school at, they don't do interviews. The, the students are not allowed to do anything. Um, he has an Instagram, and when he joined uh, last year, he got huge following within twenty four hours. 
but he only has 17 posts out there. And in that story like by Chris Ballard, LeBron says that he didn't tell anybody in the family. And usually it's everything that they say is cultivated with his wife and his family, what they're going to say. And LeBron's like, no, off the cuff, just said, I want to play in the NBA with my son, which came as a surprise to his kids because Bronny hasn't exactly said that I want to play in the NBA. Right. He, he, we haven't heard from him. Now, Bronny is rated as one of the top 100 players in his class uh, for their senior year. Has a lot of offers from different colleges, but we don't even know if he's good enough to play in right, the Right, because he's a long distance. He's a, he's a, a long good way to go. player. He's solid. He's a really good player. I've seen him. I've been in the gyms with him before. between yeah. top 100 and NBA. Exactly. We still don't know what's going to happen with him. And, you know, it, it was an interesting read to see how LeBron cultivates the image of his kids and the family. There's a series that's going to come out of Bronny in high school that LeBron is the executive producing. It's an all-access video. So I've been in the gyms at Sierra Canyon on my son's team playing them a couple of years ago, and you see the cameras there. And you're like, who are they following? Of course, they're following Bronny, but it's LeBron's production company that's following him around. And it was, if you're going to, somebody's going to tell your story, why not you tell the story? It's interesting. We'll get into that and more coming up. So down on Cap, Bethel Duran, Brian Kamineski on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Yeah! 710 ESPN, Sedona and Cap. Christopher. Did you, notice, did you notice that he said, take it away, producer Lindsay? So that's my cue to go, thanks, Christopher. Yeah. He's not even here. I know. But I'm just saying, I like doing that because yeah. some people get annoyed by it. So I like doing it even no, I don't, more. I don't get annoyed. That was a good, sincere one. It's when you go over the top. It's always over the top. That's the God, point. Today was a good one. That was, hey, Christopher, yeah. Nah, They're was, always I, over Also, the I, top. I didn't have the headphones on, so I didn't hear you. That's why I was talking over you. Sorry. They're always <laughs> over the top. That's the point of it, you know? Take it away, Lindsay. Thanks, Beto. Yeah. All right. So, Jake Paul's fans, Ooh. unfortunately... <laughs> Did not get to see him fight this month after he had two high-profile bouts that fell through. But based on some recent reports, his next fight might be worth the wait. Yesterday, this Twitter account called No Smoke Boxing reported that Paul's next fight would come in October against UFC legend Anderson Silva. Which I was just like, what? No way. And then I saw... Wait, what were you like? No way. (laughs) Like, shah. So then Ariel Helwani was like, yeah, you know, I did hear some rumblings about this. It's not official yet, but it looks like it might it might be coming true. And then so Beto, like. Beto himself also said he heard some things about this. You know, it could be true. So would a Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva be a legit boxing match? Swipe left or swipe right, Beto? I'm going to go with right because finally you're going to get somebody who knows what they're doing in there. Now, Anderson is in his 40s. Uh, MMA background, of course. So it's not going to be like Jake Paul's fighting a legit boxer boxer, but Anderson has had boxing matches. He beat up Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Uh, a couple years ago in Mexico. And I in do a know. In match or just in like, a ma- well, or like on the streets? No, in a match this okay. time. Yeah. <laughs> in Vegas is where he gets beat up uh, in the elevator. Uh, but no, Anderson, from what I know, I know some people that work out with him and he's constantly training in the boxing side. So I've heard. Rumblings. I didn't know it was against Jake Paul, 
but I heard rumblings that he's in camp preparing for something. So I would like to see it because Anderson uh, comes after you and he's not scared of you. So it'll be interesting, but it's still not going to be Jake Paul fighting a legit, fully committed boxer. Couple questions. Okay. First one is, um, is the question is, is it a legitimate match or do I care? Like, is it a legit, do you think this is going to be like a legit fight? Like, is this going to be interesting? Is this going to be, you know, something that people actually want to watch? I will say whatever Beto said. <laughs> no, we'll go with you. Do you find it interesting? No. Would you watch? No. Do you watch anything where people are beating each other up? Tend not to. I watch big fights now and again, but the, but this, this sort of fringy Jake Paul versus former really good MMA guy. I, I know you're not supposed to say I don't care about you can that, say that on sports radio. No, like, you, okay. you have to take and you stick with it. I First have, of all, I'll, you haven't heard me with Cap. I say I don't I'm care a lot. Right, no, I'm, but like that's one of the, never say you don't care about something. Like, oh, we don't do that here. We're transparent, I, man. I, I if you don't like it, don't say just, it. I, it would be hard to construct a sporting event that I have less interest in. All right, so watch party at the Kamenetskis. Bring your monarchs. Okay, so getting off of sports. A year ago, New York State passed a law banning the sale of whipped cream canisters to anyone under the age of 21. And as of today, that law is now active. The law was passed to help fight a disturbing trend among teenagers who get high by inhaling the nitrous oxide inside the canister. Yes, that's what they're called, doing whippets. So as a result of this law, starting now... Shops that are caught selling canned whipped cream to anyone under 21 will be charged a $250 fine. So this sounds like a silly law, but it also kind of makes sense, I guess. So should this be a law everywhere? Swipe left or swipe right? Brian. And also, uh, left means I think it shouldn't be, and right means I th- uh, the Correct. Tinder thing. Okay. Yes. I was married before Tinder. That's okay. Um, I'm going to go left, but I do get it. Like, you know, everybody, you know, every part of the country you know make your own rules about these sorts of things whatever but i do find the idea of teenagers standing outside convenience stores not asking people to buy them beer but asking them to buy them whipped cream objectively funny i feel like that's way worse for you for you like in the long term right i'm sure it's much much worse like doing doing a bunch of whippets it's got to be way worse than drinking some beer can you pick up like a can you wait you want me to pick up a six pack yes of of whipped cream that's no, crazy. Now, no beer. No, whip stupid cream. question here. What's a whip it? It's like you, I said. You take the, the at the top. You, you I mean, buy, what does it do to you though? It's, like, it's it a makes high. You high. It makes, it's a high. It's like nitrous. It's like oh, laughing, okay. gas. laughing gas. Oh wow. Okay, it's now stuff, I get it. it. And it's just a quick thing. Like you're left with a lot of whipped cream at the end of it. <laughs> like and it's, it's runny. Just a, it's just a tiny <laughs> little bit of nitrous that's at the top to pressurize the can, basically. Wow, kids got. So creative these days. Going to Ralph's afterwards. Not in New York. Um, so I ban I pitch, it. I Taylor ban outside it. the you know like with like a, a giant trench coat. He opens it up and he's just got <laughs> cans hey, and kids. cans of whipped cream inside. Hey kid, open that trunk right there, man. Let's go ban it as much as you can. I feel like that's way worse than that's beer. Bad. Like long term effects of doing a bunch of whippets. You're I, doing I'm doing nitrous, right? I feel like it's got to be way worse. Wow. Maybe then I'm wrong. what do you do with all the whipped cream at the end? Well, I don't know. I'm That's assuming messy. they throw it away. That is a waste. It's not, I don't, see, I've seen someone do it. I've never done it, but like, I, I feel like you, instead of, you know, you flip a whipped cream upside down, the can, and that's how you get the, you man. shake it up and you flip it. We but, didn't have whipped cream in my house, so whenever it did show up, oh man, all that, I was like, this is great. Cool it. Yeah, we had cool. I whip. didn't like cool whip. My mom did a oh, lot of I cool love, whip. Cool. You ever freeze cool whip and eat yeah, it that way? Uh, oh, absolutely. I feel like so it doesn't good. have as much flavor as actual no cream. Well, hey, you're nine. It's all amazing. 
It has a different flavor. Yeah, it's, it's, not, not, whipped, as good, it's not whipped cream. It's, it's not as different. good. It's a it's different not as good. thing. Not as good. Cool mm. whip. But I do the, the whip. whipped cream can just straight in the mouth. Oh, delicious. Yeah, <laughs> my, you got a problem, huh? Whip no, over here, my buddy. old roommate had a problem. I'm high. and I don't really he, know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> he did the whippets and the whipped cream. My old roommate would have whipped cream in the fridge just so he could eat it out of the can. Like, he didn't put it on anything. He no, just put it in so his good. mouth and ate it. Or, you, or if you want to be civilized, put it in a spoon. Civilized. Yeah, right. Mound it You're eating like Cool Whip. Yeah, let's be civilized. This stuff is so good. Cool Whip. Vanderbilt, huh? All right. I mean, so, I also, the student there. sticking <laughs> in uh, New York, <laughs> the New York Yankees announced this weekend that pitcher Araldis Chapman will miss multiple weeks of games due to an infection from his new tattoo. The team announced Saturday that Chapman's going to be out for 15 days, and it was a picture of his sister on his leg that put him on the injured list. Chapman has been adding tattoos during the season for years without having any trouble before this infection in his leg, according to his manager, Aaron Boone. So, should pro athletes wait until the offseason to get tattoos? Swipe left or swipe right, Beto? Uh, swipe left. Not a big deal because... You're going to do it. He's been doing all season long. The odds of this happening. I'd, I'd rather him get an infection from this instead of drinking and driving and doing all kinds of other stuff. Doing whippets. Have a list of things whippets. that the role this Chapman has done. This yeah, and it, <laughs> yeah, and it's just, you, you're right. I didn't want to go there, but you're right. It's uh, like There's so much downtime in professional sports. Um, you know, you could get tatted during a baseball game and <laughs> yeah. still be and ready out. to go in time for your turn. This happened. The other day. Actually, shit, this is funny that happened. So, uh, a couple weeks ago, I was in Mexico working an MMA fight, and I come back to the hotel from our meetings, and one of the persons on the crew that's going to be working the corner of one of the fighters, is like, "Hey, you guys have Neil Sporin? Anybody have Neil Sporin?" I'm like, "No, I don't have that." He's like, "Yeah, I just went and got a tattoo right now." I'm like. What's wrong with you? He's like, it looked bad already. I'm like, mind you, you're in Mexico. You don't know where you went. And he's like looking for Neil's four. I'm like, that's not good. That's going to be bad. Like, that's now, which flag. corner are you in? Red flag. <laughs> yeah. So it just happens. Right? When when that happens, does it ruin the tat? Does it like change the like? It's got it, to. Does because, it wreck so, it? Because it's his sister. It's, <laughs> it's a picture of his sister that's now <laughs> Which makes potentially it all like, all like, like gross and ruined yeah, and like whatever. Like from the Goonies. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 that's tough, man. Like, you, is, she, is she with us, his sister? Is it like I don't know. Homage? That's a good question. Because um, it's worse if she's not. I know some people who have had... I had a friend who got like a keloid on a tattoo that she got. Oh. And ooh, it ooh. was, you know, this was back in like the early 2000s that it was like a butterfly that she had on her leg. And it, it still to this day like looks kind of weird in one spot. So I feel like if you're getting an infection and it's healing funny and probably scarring funny, then yeah, it's probably going to affect the way that it looks, I'm guessing. Oh. So tough go. His poor sister. Hopefully she's, yeah. uh, yeah. I, it's hard for me to drum up any kind of sympathy though. For a role this Chapman. No, yeah. yeah, you're right. All right, one more really quick here. And since we're not doing big deal or no deal today, because Aww. we have Angels Yankees, which is itself a big deal right. or maybe no deal. A Roldis Chapman list uh Angels Yankees game. Oh. So I'll do a big deal or no deal real quick. Okay. So marijuana and hallucinogen use among young adults has reached a new high. Use of marijuana and hallucinogens by 19 to 30 year olds reached their highest levels since tracking began in 1988. In 2021, 43% said that they used marijuana in the last year, which was up 34% from five years ago and 29% compared to 10 years ago. More than one in 10 said that they now use marijuana every day, according to the study. 
Uh, and then when you go to the hallucinogens here, uh, that's up 8% uh, in the past year from 2021 and a total of 12% since 2011. Is this a big deal or no deal, Bcam? You have did, kids. Did you just, do you just get like phone alerts for like young people doing drug stories? Um, <laughs> On no. Tuesdays. No, I just, you know, it's just, a, you know, I have a list of it's news a, stories and things today. that I find. Um, yeah, I try and make them all mesh together. I am torn here because I'm not a person who believes that marijuana use is a particularly big deal right? if it's not chronic, if it's not abusive in the same way that, you know, a, a kid having a, a beer isn't the, the end of the world if it's not abusive, if it's, you know, whatever. That said, you know, it's probably not good that people are using much more of it. The percentages are going up in hallucinogenics. That's the one I'd probably be like, yeah. huh, marijuana, I, okay, you know, not maybe, maybe not, but hallucinogens, I'll call that a big deal. Um, not a big deal, and I tend to agree with you. Like, I'm not somebody who does anything. Uh, I, drinking is my vice. And the use of marijuana is not that big of a deal, because especially in that age, because now it's legal. Like, you know, you can right. go and get your card. Most places. In most places. And what I've noticed is... The conversations are very open now between parents and their young adults about marijuana use. I've been around this and I'm like, dude, you're talking to your kid like this where a few years ago he wasn't talking to his oldest son in this way because it's more out in the open for the conversation. Hey, listen to the station. The The conversations are very open about what people are doing or not doing with the marijuana use. Now, the hallucinogens, that's a different story. That's, I mean, that's the thing. That That is the numbers are up that big, huh? Yeah, but I will say, so two things. In in defense of, like, the hallucinogens thing, a lot of people are, there's been a lot of studies where it's being hallucinogens, like um, mushrooms and yeah. psychoactives have been used to treat things like depression, say, and, and PTSD, alcoholism, yeah, addiction. Yeah, I was just a story about that today. Yeah, Th- yeah that like, is there was a, very... a story about Jake Plummer, how he runs a mushroom farm in yep. Colorado, yep. and he's thriving on it, and yep. he's saying now this can heal so much, especially... With former players who have to deal with the constant injuries, but that's from the concussions. That's, that's not. But that's, that's for like medicine. Therapeutic use. Like, you're sure. talking more about people going out there and partying, and go to the desert, and let's I don't go. Know. I, it doesn't. It doesn't specify that. But I'm saying, like, when I was younger, knowing knowing how I am, like, I wasn't. I mean, I had like a little bit of a partying phase, but I never wanted anything to do with hallucinogens. However, hearing the way that it's used now, if that was like when I was in high school and college, like I totally would be like, yeah, I'm totally down. I would do that before I wanted to take like antidepressants or something, yeah, you know? Like the, when I used to party at USC, I used to be there all the time, right? A Thursday nights going, right? The road, People oh, yeah. thought I went to SC. What up, Edgar? Um, but I would hear real drugs. I'm like, dude, those are chemicals. Like, that's somebody made that in a right. lab somewhere. Like, that's crazy. And these all came from the ground. I yeah. feel like if it comes, if you can find it on the earth, mushrooms it's are always just like form. the stoner guys Let's do. Right, it. right. Taylor, you do a tremendous amount of drugs. How do you feel about this? <laughs> As he plays the fiddle, legalize it. <laughs> all of it. it there should, it is. I think it should at least be decriminalized. Yeah, that's I, a different I, conversation I, too. I, just, so. I, I remember like. Coke was the one that always like I would anytime I was ever That's in a scary. room with Coke I was convinced like DEA was just gonna barrel through the door like that minute and I'd be in the room just like standing there yeah like I, uh, I don't want I don't need that like in the, my life what's the term when you do small like micro micro dosing yeah micro dosing so that's yeah. a different thing my old roommate did that yeah that's a yeah, he drank uh, mushroom tea like every day interesting yeah I, I drink wine fuck him though yeah legalize it for Taylor Let's go, as you would say. Let's go. (laughs) 
tremendous. That's, that's what that's crossing the line here, Kim. Stop. <laughs> what else? That it, Lens? Yes, that's it for uh, Radio Tinder. Today. All right, Radio Tinder. All right, coming up, we're going to finish up that LeBron Sports Illustrated and his kids. What are they going to do? Are they going to college? Are they going to pro? What's going to happen? Sedano and Cap, Bethel Duran, Brian Kamenetsky on 710 ESPN. Oh. Well, it's just the three of us for LeBron and his two sons. Story that came out today on Sports in Sports Illustrated about the future of the James Empire in basketball. Bethel Duran, Brian Kamenetsky on 710 ESPN, filling in for Sedano and Cap, working our way towards Angels and Yankees baseball. So finish up that story. LeBron was talking about how his son, and you haven't read it yet. I have not. Okay. No, I've seen little bits and pieces over Twitter. But I haven't so read it. it obviously, we've never interviewed the kids because they don't talk. They they are shielding them, which is great because as a father, you want to make sure that your kids aren't exposed. They already know who they are, right? Everybody knows who Bronny is, who Bryce is, but we haven't heard from them. From all indications, are they're super nice kids from what I've heard because I've had friends that played on their teams. Mm-hmm. Um, great kids, real respectful. But it was really cool to hear, reading the story about LeBron's wife saying how if the kid wants to go to a video game competition, let him be the best at that. If the kid wants to do something else, let him be the best at that. And you brought something up. You were wondering if he was going to go G League or maybe overseas. I, I if he wants to play in the NBA, like there's, I, I don't know how good he is. I don't follow. High and he school. hasn't even said that he wants to play. No, in the NBA. I don't follow high school sports. Yeah. I don't follow. He's in the top 100 for ESPN. Right. right. I, mean, I sort of vaguely. I, mean, I, I pay attention to what people think about Bronny because it impacts in theory. Yeah. Why LeBron James signed a one and one extension with the Lakers instead of two years? So like all that stuff kind of comes into play because he's keeping his options open. It's but, never happened before. No, where a father son play on the same team like in the NBA. The Griffies. It, Baseball did that. Yeah, it's really hard to make this work. So and, uh, was it uh, Gordy Howe with these kids, right? Yeah, I think he did. Or Bobby Hall. Yeah, Bob. It was. Yeah, that sounds right. Anyways, so like I don't know what the best way to get. I don't know if he's gonna be ready to be a one and done. I don't know any of that stuff. And, you know, go to college, not go to college. I don't, like, should he go to the G League? No. Like, he doesn't need, Bronny does not need to go to college to get a degree. I now, mean, this is where I want to get this for you. You went to Vanderbilt, fantastic university. If you were LeBron, right? Uh-huh. Money's no object. I wouldn't be here. <laughs> exactly. But let's say, money's no object, right? You have a son who has an opportunity to do those things. Where would you steer him? Now, LeBron did not go to college. This is right. it was brought up in the story how he didn't but, go, but he didn't have that experience. This is what's tricky about this. Like, let's like the, just, kid, the kid right now is not a one and done. Let's say Bronny is good enough. Let's just let's all just agree. Bronny is good enough to play Division One basketball somewhere. Yes, he is. Him, absolutely. Which makes him a really good bass. It is hard to go get a division. You know, be yeah. to get a you know be a Division One level scholarship player. That is not an easy thing. Ninety nine percent of the high school basketball players in the country aren't that. Okay. If the kid wants to go to college and he feels more comfortable in a college environment, if it, but the can you be LeBron James's kid at like North Carolina and live a normal college life? Would you be comfortable as a parent with your kid crazy, right? on campus at a place like that? I'm not even talking about like I'm worried he's going to drink too much. I'm like, he's a responsible just a kid. kid. Anytime you're a kid of a celebrity, it's There's different. There's too many people around there. I would worry about safety. I would worry yeah. about you know people around. Like Dwayne Wade's kid went G League. I feel like to some degree when you're the son of LeBron James, uh-huh. 
going a route where you are in a pro environment, even if he's not, even if that's not the best thing for his basketball development, it might actually be the best thing for him on a personal level. Maybe I don't know the kid, mm-hmm. but I, what like would you the, do? The age Seriously, we what live would you do? In, right here. I. I'd be nervous to him if I was that kind of famous. Yeah, like that. Not even just the money, but, but like, you have the security. Everything's tinker. It's the fame. It's not the money. Going to college. But that said, you know, or I do mean, you go G Obama's kids went to college. Yeah, they managed to make it work. Well, they have Secret Service, so you're gonna have the LeBron Secret Service around it, which he's probably used to. Yes, it happens all the time. He's used to this. Is what they grew up with. It was really interesting to read that story. I can't wait for you to read it because. It humanizes LeBron in the way that he's talking. And mm-hmm. and we we take our shots. Everybody does this. But this is just a man who has never gotten in trouble, has he does great job in the community. What's the worst thing people still point the decision. to? The decision. Yeah. Which raised money. For boys and girls for, clubs. So it was you I'm reading this story, and because my son's the same age as Bronny, I'm, like, I'm facing this. I'm like, what am I gonna do with my kid? Like Wherever he decides to go to school, am I going to be okay with it? I got to figure out, all right, how many miles do I have on Southwest to go visit this kid? Or <laughs> like, which credit card has enough money for him to actually use, right, with, before I start maxing him out to pay for tuition or books? It's like, there's so many decisions that as parents you come up with as your kid is maturing into a young man. You're asking, like, you've known my son since right. he was born. Right. Like, but, like but now but he's like a grown up. like. You you have to think about these things like what does this do for our family? How you know yeah. what what are the expenses going to be? You know, college takes care of some of it, but like there's still expenses. How many? If you don't have to worry about any of that stuff, yeah, it does kind of change the the calculus. Yeah, like it's it was interesting. Like I said, this is interesting to read because this is you for the first time in in a while you get the perspective of yeah LeBron's controlling what we see through his uh-huh. media with the the shop that he does the show on YouTube or, or whatever he's doing but this is just LeBron the dad you know how he posts on social media Taco Tuesday as corny as it might be it's him being there with his kids or how he celebrates watching the games because at the end of the day he's just an AU dad watching his kids games but then he's also a freaking LeBron James you know it's a it's a I just, I, it's like, interesting. It's, you, it, it, I, I, would I, I found a new so, perspective for him. I and he said this, like he said, I wish I didn't name LeBron James Jr. Oh, that's like, right. That like, brought, that's know, brought up, yeah. And I wonder if, like, if if LeBron could choose, and maybe he's addressed this before, and I don't, I don't know, but like, if he could go back and say, my kid has pro potential in basketball or soccer. Yep. Would he? Which sport would he take? Can't play soccer with his kid. Yeah. Can play basketball with his kid, which is tremendous. Can you imagine the just how amazing that would be? Just for the training both that he gets people. now, right? Just to, you know to be able to to do that and to it's have a different that moment world. with your like kids. His team, his uh, summer team, they played in France a couple weeks yeah. ago. Like it's just it's, it's crazy. A it's a different world. But like, yeah, go but check the story out. But as a dad, to be able to say like I got to play in the NBA with my kid, never I, happened I, before. But like. And he brings that up about the is, age too. From the, fl- the flip side of that is like, from a pressure standpoint, being LeBron James's son trying to play in the NBA, that is a tough yeah. thing to do. And hearing the way that his son is talking and just reading the story gives me a new appreciation for the family and the way that they've raised them under the scrutiny that we have them here in the media and all around the country and all around the world, wherever he does. Like you can't go anywhere. And at the end of the day, you just want to be the dad of taking care of the kids and point them in the right way and make sure they make the right decisions, man. And it's nice to have choices. You just want them to be happy, because like that's the thing. It's like when you yep. get to be that age, 
if you're parenting right, and I have no evidence that LeBron is ever parenting wrong, but like you, everything can just filter down to what makes them happy because because one day they don't, they don't talk to, to you, the next day they do. But you don't have to worry about. Or they're quiet, and you just like, what's wrong? Like you got you got no one to give them their space. It, it's it, it, like I said, this story made me. I sympathize with LeBron because mm-hmm. all the stuff that goes on with him and the Lakers, the fact that he just resigned for that huge contract, and you know Jeannie Buss saying that they want to make sure that he retires a Laker, all that other stuff. Yeah, everybody takes their shots, but when you read this, you're like, that's just a dad trying to figure out what's best for his kids. Yeah, it's a lot of it, really cool. Check that out, uh, LeBron James on the cover, and he's wearing the shirt. The shirt that he's wearing it has an image of. When he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated, we oh, said the funny. chosen one. So that is so funny. That's it. Coming up, more Sedano and Cap, 710, ESPN, Bethel Duran, Brian Kamenetsky. What else we got? We have to we need to know. Lindsey, Taylor, Sedano's in Miami. Cap is on the beach. We're here with you working towards Angels and Yankees on 710 ESPN.